This episode is sponsored by Windstream Wholesale. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the C-Suite Hot Seat. My name is Saf Malik, reporter at Capacity Media. We're here live at ITW and I'm delighted to be joined by Joe Scattereggia, Chief Revenue Officer at Windstream Wholesale, and John Nishimoto, the Senior Vice President for Products and Marketing. Thank you for joining us today, guys. Thanks for having us. We really appreciate the time. Um, let's start with the first question with you, Joe. Um, who are Windstream Wholesale? Uh, and then talk us through your roles at the company. Yeah, so I'll start with the role first. Uh, my role uh, at Windstream Wholesale is I'm the Chief Revenue Officer. Um, and uh, just by way of quick background in terms of Windstream, uh, you know, we're a core transport provider across the U.S. We have a large, uh, one of the largest U.S. networks uh, across the U.S. We provide core transport and primarily dark fiber and lit services to our wholesale customers, our hyperscalers, and our now our large corporate or slash global accounts. And then, uh, so my, my team uh, supports the Windstream Wholesale. Anything that takes to run the business, so products, marketing, pricing, contracts, uh, even IT de development, network development as well. Uh, awesome. And talk to me about ITW and kind of what you guys do here. Well, I'll start with that. And I use the term the Super Bowl. Um, so, uh, you know, ITW, we call that the Super Bowl uh, of our conferences for the year. We participate in a lot of conferences. But ITW is the biggest, uh, the biggest in terms of our budget spend, the biggest in terms of the number of customer meetings, and the biggest in terms of the number of people that we take at, uh, from our company. So uh, we try to accomplish a lot here. Uh, we throw our mini event inside the, the ITW event. And um, you know we do a lot of collaboration with customers. Uh, we spend a lot of time working with customers to try to figure out what they want to do, what they need us to do. Uh, and it's a big part of our business development and our collaboration, both internally and externally with customers. Well, this is this is a great venue for us because not only customers but also our partners, vendors, et cetera. So we get to you know help like develop our network with some of our vendors as well as our customers, and then just being able to get together with our own internal team really important. Yeah. We use ITW as a perfect. And John gets to show off his fancy purple brand too, so he loves that. <laughs> and you guys get to show off the and, uh, yeah, and the pocket squares. Yes, the Windstream wholesale pocket squares. Yes, um, and. Um, we were just speaking off camera, Joe, about how kind of interconnected the world of telecoms is. But what makes Windstream Wholesale different to its competitors? Yeah, you know, there's, there's a few things. Uh, you know, we have a, a very consistent strategy, and John's responsible for our strategy, and, and we've, we've had a consistent strategy for many years. Uh, you know, we build networks, um, we develop really good partners uh, in, the, in the marketplace, and we're the technology leader. And everything that we do wraps into those three pillars, we push that out to our customers. We provide a really good experience. And part of that is we have a wonderful culture inside of our group that makes it a fun place to work while we're having you know, accomplishments with our customers. So, um, and we're, we use a, a tagline, fast and flexible. Um, you know, right now, uh, we think we're the best in the business. Uh, we can deliver service the quickest. And we have some new technologies that we'd love to talk about, like 400 gig, that we are probably a couple of years ahead of the marketplace. Yeah, part of that culture, though, is like we're a small little organization in a large corporation. So we are very nimble. We can, we can really customize solutions uh, for our customers and, and execute on that, like, almost like an entrepreneurial company. But we've got the support of a large corporation. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. Joe, you just mentioned it there. It was, it was my next question, 400 gig. Yeah. Why is that an exciting proposition for you guys? Well, so for us, and, and, and it is John's product, so I'll let him kind of elaborate on But from my perspective, you know, we, we look at you know, the next generation of services. So we rolled out 400 gig in 2020. 
Uh, so we're about three years ahead of, of the market. So we're on our next generation of 400 gig. But I look at it um, at this point when, when we used to, when we built our long haul network a few years ago, we had customers migrating from 10 gig to 100 gig. I remember we sold our first 100 gig, this was years ago. And I see that coming now because a lot of the customers that we're deeply tight with and we have great relationships, they're in the process of planning out their 400 gig strategy their hardware, and we're included in a lot of these planning, which is great, and I can just see the quoting activity going up and the number of sales that we're making. So it's coming this year and next year will be, you know, a big piece of the, the marketplace, 400 gig. Yeah, so 400 gig, yeah, it is, it, it's happening now. I mean, we've been selling it and installing it for a while, but uh, the reason we're ahead of the market is we're aligned with engineering, we're part of engineering. And so, like our, our, our network architecture, our R&D wing, they don't do things in a vacuum. They say, hey, I've got this new thing or developing this new thing, what does it mean to us? So we get to think about it from a customer and then a product perspective. So they're not just developing something then come to us later. So we're kind of almost co-developing it. Uh, so one of the things they've been working on for the past three years besides regular, quote unquote, regular 400G is um, ZR Plus. So that's a, a small uh, form factor service, and they co-developed it with a chip make, chip make, chip manufacturer. Excuse me. Um, and so, we took that and said, okay, well, what does that mean to from a product perspective? And it enables us to deploy uh, very quickly uh, a massive amount of capacity. And then when you have that massive amount of capacity, then you could do really interesting things from a product perspective. Like, you want it for a month? Sure, I'll turn it up for a month because I have the capacity. And I know this podcast, but I did bring the show and tell. So this is a 400 gig, the, the uh, pluggable that we co-developed. So this is 400 gigs of, uh, of a wavelength that, that comes out of this little pluggable. And so it's, as you can see, very, uh, you know, very small form factor. Uh, light, uh, no, uh, very low power, and so enables us to deploy it uh, massively throughout our network. And again, with that availability, we can do very flexible service offerings at 400 gig. Yeah, it's crazy how small it is as well. Isn't it crazy? And the greatest thing, it requires 80% less power, right? So in the world right now where power is very, very scarce, everyone's talking about green energy, you know, you can move those around quickly in the network. There's massive amounts of capacity on it and it requires less power. So this is kind of the next, next gen, right? Everyone's rolling out what we rolled out a few years ago. So we're already on the next thing, which is ZR Plus. Uh, and one thing I wanted to ask you guys about is how are the customers reacting to 400G? Uh, are you getting the responses uh, already? Yeah, yeah. As I mentioned before, you know, we have more. I look at you. Look at a lot of things, right? There's conversations that you have with customers. We collaborate with our customers every single day. The key to our business is the partnerships that we have. We not only that collaboration. I look at the activity, the quoting. Now, John manages the the pricing and the product group, but from my perspective, I'm looking at the quoting activity along with sales. So I see the quoting activity levels are up, and I see the sales up. So that tells me also from a quantitative analysis that hey. Customers are really interested in this service. Yeah, and we've been doing it for a while, like I said. So, not only from a sales perspective, you know, we've got the experience, but then once we get the order or the pricing, once we get the order, our service delivery, they've been doing this for, you know, a few years, uh, our knock, et cetera. So, it's, it's just part of our portfolio now. It's not something brand new. Yeah. And, and, and just the other thing is, you know, just to add on to that, you know, we are the technology leader in the space. I think everyone understands that in terms of where we are. We've been that, we've won some awards. So we're the leader in the technology space. And the good thing is the customer relationships, we call them the partnerships that we have, the customers are implementing new technology and we're working with them to implement the technology because we're kind of experts at this point and there's some of them are learning 
So, uh, you know, some of the activations and the installations, there's a little bit of hand-holding that we're doing to make sure that everyone is up to speed with kind of where the technology is. So it's and been good. There's only one way to get that trusted experience is by doing it. Uh, I thought I'd break up the interview a little bit. Uh, uh, this is the C-Suite hot seat, so I thought I'd put you guys in the hot seat a little bit. <laughs> um, firstly, John, we'll start with you. Can you give us three words to describe the current state of the industry? The current state of the industry is, uh, it's exciting. Uh, I think um, that's one word, exciting, uh, it's refreshing. Uh, and I think there's a lot of investment in a, in a weird time. Uh, there's a lot of investment, a lot of deals going on, so it's exciting. I'd say growth. And we've seen a lot of growth, not only our company, our network and our footprint, but with our customers, their needs, uh, just like, like you said, 100 to 400, good. It, it's growth. Uh, and then John, back to you, tell us one thing about your job that you love, and then one thing that you could change. Oh. Everyone knows I love I love our people. Uh, we have a, we have the best team in the business. Um, I love every one of them. We have fun. Everyone understands their role. Um, I, I love with the customers. Uh, I like it all. Uh, one thing I could would change would probably be uh, you know reterming circuits that are three or four years old. You know it's just part of the business. Write downs and kind of reterming old business. It's tough, but uh, but it's a great business. We have the best team. We have the best culture. So. Uh, I'm going to start the, the one thing I would change was Joe's answer, so my answer would be unique because it's the same. It's the people. I love the people we work with. We have a great team. We, we really do. And, you know, a lot of people say they've got a great culture, but we really have established a great culture. Uh, you know, so it, we spend a people. lot of time on the culture. Uh, That's where we have so many people here. We have Beth Ann, who's the best in the business. Yeah. We take a lot of people here. We collaborate. We all go out at night. We have fun. It's part of it. Yeah, partnerships. Uh, John, for the next one, I'm going to come to you first before Joe steals your answer. What is the key industry trend to watch out for moving forward? Um, well, I guess right now really is what's happening right now is, uh, you know, more and more carriers are joining us in the 400 club, right? 400 gig club. So that it's still really in its infancy from a product perspective. So I, I think we'll see that growing. Um, and then, you know, what's the next thing? So we've did a, we've already done a, a, a a terabit line side single wavelength. So it won't happen next this year, next year. When the next thing will be what's after 400 gig, probably 800 gig at some point in the, not the near future, but the future. 800 gig sounds a bit too much to comprehend. I, I know. It, it, it's, going for, coming. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. It'll come. Um, and you guys, uh, you're one of the few telcos to win best North American carrier, the GCA. Uh, the GCA. What, what, where's the furthest place that your GCA has traveled to? Because I know you guys carry it around with you, don't you? Gosh, so uh, what he's referring to is we got the, we got the trophy and it's a team trophy. So uh, we shared it. Every single person on our team and our extended team, right, got, got to take it to ball games, take it to uh, their house. And we took little pictures. So that traveled across the U.S., uh, definitely all the way to California and back. Oh, Will we go to Hawaii? Went to Hawaii. Look, it's in my house right now. Yeah. So, so the award went to everyone on the team, as John said, and we kind of moved it around like the Stanley Cup. You know, when when a, when a team wins the Stanley Cup, everyone has it for a couple of days. So at the moment, it's in my office. Yeah. It's uh, there's some duct tape around it because it got beat up in transit. Yeah. Uh, everyone put their little logo on it. So, if, like you said, if someone was a Boston Red Sox fan, there's a logo of the Boston Red Sox, or someone's a Yankee fan or a Met fan. Yeah, so we have the Nationals, Washington yeah, Nationals. Yeah. So it's uh, but everyone got it. As John said, it was the ultimate team award, and I. Quite frankly, I think we deserved it. Uh, we won it. We put our, you know, that was a goal at the beginning of the year to win that award, and we did. But we were very proud of it, right? I mean, and, and like I said, it's a team award, and so it's really great to be able to share that with the team, and everybody was really into it. Recognition, look, when you work hard and you, and you put a lot of time into it, and it's recognition for the whole team, because that's not an individual award, that's a team award. 
it's very rewarding, certainly for me. Yeah, it was. I think recognition is key in this industry too, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I want to see pictures of, it, the, of the award in different places, so you guys have to send that to us. Um, can you explain the difference between coast to coast versus rapid regional fiber? Want me to jump? Yeah. I'll do it. So, so this gets back to the original deployment of 400 gig. So we have what we call the ICON network, which is an open and disaggregated network long haul. Um, it's based on a flex system. And then with that, we're able to offer sled-based, you know, big card-based 400 gigs from you know, LA to New York, Ashburn, whatever. So coast to coast, that's the coast to coast. Uh, with this pluggable, what we've done is this has a, a distance limitation of 1,000 kilometers. So within these circles, which are our regional rapid fiber circles, we can do um, multi-point 400 gigs any, to any of the deployed data centers within those circles. So that's the regional play versus the long haul play. Uh, and so that's what we're, this, that's the next, next gen that I mentioned before that we're doing right now. So we, it's a mixture of both either regional deployments or regional services that are very flexible and we can provide, you know, temporary services or on demand or whatever. Uh, or if you need a longer haul, New York to, New York to uh, LA type things, we do it on our traditional network. Uh, and finally, what other areas are Windstream Wholesale focusing on? Yeah, I would tell you uh, a couple of our initiatives go back to our pillars, right? Uh, and first and foremost, network expansion. So we have a number of long haul builds right now that we're in the process of completing. It's about uh, uh, 1,700 miles of dark fiber that we're putting into the ground, high count. Um, completing some, uh, some services right now, uh, the, the long haul build between um, Tulsa and Memphis. Also, um, we call that the T-Rock Express route. We also have the route between New York City and Montreal that's called Can-Am 2. It's an overbuild of our, um, uh, of our first route. And then we have what's called the Beach Route, which runs from Raleigh, North Carolina, down to Jacksonville, Florida. All high- It makes a stop at Myrtle Beach. And it makes a stop at Myrtle Beach. New um, yeah, new landing station, which are our friends at DC Blocks. Uh, we're, we're gonna be uh, positioned with them to partner with them. So that's the big thing from a dark fiber standpoint where the, the team is in the process of finalizing those builds, um, finalizing contracts with anchor customers and monetizing the asset. The board gave us some investment. We're trying to monetize that. The other thing I would tell you is, um, you know, the data center expansion. So uh, today we have uh, one of our limitations is the number of data centers that, that we're in. Um, so we know that when we go into a data center, we take we take 25 to 30% market share. So we're gonna expand the number of data centers um, that, are, that are close to our fiber footprint now and add those to the core network. So you're gonna have more on-ramps and more opportunities for customers to buy services from Windstream. And it's really, uh, it goes right into our model. We're not changing the, the products that we're just expanding it. So you'll see Windstream with a, a, a big data center expansion growth over the next you know, two to three years. So we're, we're gonna switch roles. So, so that's kind of the strategy. I'm gonna talk about sales. <laughs> so, um, you know, because of our assets and, and the approach we've taken to the market, you know, we, we've spun up a new group, uh, Global Accounts, and that's a brand new vertical for us. So Fortune, Fortune 500 companies that act like carriers. So they need, uh, you know, uh, core connectivity between their data centers or uh, the cloud for their services. So we're providing a lot of uh, new services, just like a carrier, but to these Fortune 500 companies. Yeah, these large, you know, these large global services, a lot of the financial services companies, they buy like carriers today. They buy lots of bandwidth, they buy dark fiber, they light their own network. So we're taking our best practices that have worked for, you know, with our group for the last three to four or five years and really just expanding that product set into a new segment. Yeah. So we feel really good about the growth there. 
It's a really exciting time for you guys. Yeah, we, yeah, we thank you so much for the time. And thank you, Windstream, for sponsoring this episode. Uh, thank you guys for, for watching. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much.